With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, welcome back to the Villa View. It's time for a match preview for Villa's game at Carrow Road against Norwich on Saturday. Thomas, a rare moment for you having to set up all the equipment in your house, but you're here. Let's talk yes. Norwich. Yeah, we um, we hope to get Jack Reeve from Talk Norwich City on. Uh, unfortunately, a couple of work things means that he can't do it. So I'm stuck with you, unfortunately. But yeah, I mean, over the last, what, two and a half seasons, we haven't combined that many times for a preview. Um, yeah, unless so it's, it's in a, boo. a rare treat. Yeah, I mean, let's give Jack Reeve a quick boo and hope that now... <laughs> Because he's let us down, Norwich get what they deserve on Saturday. That that would be what I would say. Oh, absolutely. Yep, I agree with that. Norwich are a really weird one this season because I mean they've started off well. Obviously that that amazing result against Manchester City, and yet on the other side of it, they are losing players every week, and they are I mean they're down to their bare bones already. Yeah, I'd have been happier if Pookie was one of those ones that had had got injured. He's, he's still knocking around, and he's yeah. he started the season very well. For Norwich, being very productive, pretty much picked up where he left off in in the Championship. Me and you were just talking off camera. They've obviously got goalkeeping problems, and they're gonna have to give McGovern, the Northern Ireland goalkeeper, his Premier League debut. The guy's older than me and you, so that tells you everything that that you need to know. That kind of thing doesn't doesn't happen very often. So it's his Premier League debut, aged 35. In a way, it feels like a good time to catch them, but then on the other hand. They have nine injuries when they beat Man City, so they're very good at home, so it's still going to be a tough game. Yeah, I was going to say that about them being at home. They're a completely different side, um, and, and the crowd obviously gets behind them, and, and Daniel Fark's been doing amazing things. You already mentioned McGovern. I think last week they they were the first Premier League side to give two goalkeepers their Premier League debut in the same game. So, you know, they're, they're, they're a weird one because they, they are getting results... Um, uh, amidst all this adversity and at home they're still a dangerous proposition and they play nice football you you can't really knock Farker or Norwich for what they're trying to do because even though injuries are, are mounting up they're still they're still staying true to their roots and and trying to play good football good Premier League football yeah I mean I've always had a bit of a soft spot for Norwich to be honest because I had family that lived there when I was a kid so I, I went to a game every now now and again down there, so I've got a lot. I've got a lot of time for Norwich in general, but I will say that they annoyed me a lot last season because I didn't. I just didn't think they'd keep it up. I, I didn't think Pookie w- w- would keep it up, and he and he did all season, and he he made me look pretty silly. But I've got full on respect for what for what they've done so far in the, in, in the Premier League, especially at Carrow Road. And you've got to look at it as well and say we've lost every away game so far, and that they've been good at home. So, so that tells you it, it's still a mountain to climb. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent, and I think. I think D, uh, we've, we've talked a lot on the podcast about how Villa are playing decent football for 60, 70 minutes and just kind of letting things slip. It's been frustrating has been the, the word of the season so far. I feel like this is an opportunity for Villa to to set their stall out. You know, they, they, they bested us last year, um, but 
this year in the Premier League, we have a we have an opportunity to really take advantage of their injury woes. And if we can get a result at Carrow Road, whether that's a draw or or even a win, you know that would be that be a major um, a major three points for for Villa taking them off a a, a kind of relegation rival, if you like. Well, yeah, I think it will be the home form that determines what we do. But but coupled with that, it will be these kind of games away against teams that you would expect are going to be around you. So we definitely need to take something on Saturday. If we even if we draw, if, so if we don't win, that's one win from eight, which you have to say is isn't a good start. And as you, as you said about the frustration, I look at the last four games and think, well, we should have taken more in it in every one of those games. Yeah. In, in my opinion. It might be one of those ones on Saturday where Norwich end up dominating and, and, and we, we come away with a win, maybe not deserving it. And to be honest, I'd be quite happy to see that because <laughs> this playing well and not, get, not getting a result or playing well for one half and, and not ending up getting a result, it, it's no good. We've got, we've got a pretty fully fit squad now to choose from as well on Saturday. And like you say, they're decimated by, by injuries. You have to take advantage. Yeah, totally. It's, it's about time we got our, our share of the luck. Um, so, so hopefully that will turn. But you're right. You got Mings back, who who had a little knock on the weekend. You got uh, Target, who obviously left left the field. He's um, Smith says that he's fit. They say they've got to be cautious with him, but he's fit. And Jonathan Codger returns as well. Do you see? Um, well, first of all, Matt Target and, and Mings, we assume that are going to go straight back into that side. Oh, yeah. Codger on the bench. Yeah, he'll he'll be on the bench and. To be honest, I'm not his biggest fan. He, he doesn't do enough for me, and he's, he's very inconsistent. Doesn't do the dirty work. But mm. I've got to be fair. We, we're missing a, a bit of a wild card off the bench. Someone who could potentially come on and change the game. I mean, he's just as likely to come on and do absolutely nothing and, and let you down. But he does have that have that in him that he, he can pull something out, out of nothing, pull a rabbit out the hat. So it's, it's good to just have an, an extra option, I, I would guess. And up front slash wing is is where we've had. Our problems. I'm not sure whether he'll keep keep Grealish on the wing. I don't know whether he'll move him back in the centre. Connor will obviously be hoping to, to play for the second consecutive game, but there's always a chance he could play Douglas Louise and keep Grealish on the left. So we have options to, to switch it up a little bit. People are saying as well that Keenan should come in for Wesley. I still think it's a bit early for, for that for me. At the end of the day, Wesley scored two and seven. It's not it's not great, but it's, it's it's not terrible. Although he did probably have his worst game. On Saturday, but I do worry about what taking him taking him out of the team would do for his confidence. So Dean Smith knows best. I trust trust what Dean Smith will do. I, I don't know how you see us lining up. Yeah, I, I I kind of feel like we'll start the same way we did against Burnley. You know, now that, that Smith seems to have found a way to play McGinn, Hurahan, and and Grealish at the same time. You know, with make make target fit, that really allows those those forward three midfielders to play at the same time so I think that's given us an attacking option that, that we haven't yet seen and I think Smith will want to see more of that that, that gives us a bit of creative freedom in the middle um, a couple of players also to get closer to Wesley as well um, it's just the the other the other side of midfield that I the the, the kind of El Ghazi Trezeguet uh, I fancy El Ghazi to start that one still. I don't think he's done anything to lose his job, especially scoring at the weekend as well. So, yeah, for me, it's it's going to be a similar lineup to Burnley. Yeah, I think you've persuaded me in that little blurb that we'll keep the same team. Because if you think about it, Dean Smith, I think, said after the game, that's our best performance of the season in, in the first half. So if he thinks that, 
you'd think that he'd keep it, keep it the same for, for this kind of game. I would think it's not like we're coming up against one of the big boys and he might think we need to tighten up. No, it's a, definitely a not. Bit. It's, 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 it's a game we need to win, so you'd think actually he'll probably keep the side the same. And Norwich is one of those teams that you can possibly catch them on the break. You know, they'll come at you, but then you've got to be, you've got to be quick and, and ready to, to take those chances when they count. So to have those options and, um, yeah, I just, I just feel like this is an opportunity for, for Smith and for Villa to, to set their stool out. Like I said before, um, it's going to be quite an exciting one. Do you think Nakamba's going to be the one that, that anchors the midfield again? Yeah, he, he played well. Against Burnley, he looked very neat and tidy on the ball and he, and, and he broke the play up well. But the fact is, the guy shield in the back forward had a good game and we've still conceded two goals. So yeah. that's, that's a little bit of, of a concern. We need something from Jack. We need some end product from Jack. He needs to start getting some goals and assists. And again, I think he's getting criticism that's, that's over the top at the moment. But it, it would be nice to see him stick the ball in the back of the net. I think he scored against Norwich at Carrow Road a couple of years ago. But our, our record at Norwich over the last few seasons hasn't been good. I think we've lost there four, four in a row. I think so. So our last year in the Premier League and three years in the Championship, I think we've lost all four of those games. So it hasn't been a happy hunting ground in, in recent years. So we need, we need to be on it. I, I think we need to win. I think we need to get three points on, on the board. Otherwise, it, it starts to become one of, those, one of those runs where you're thinking, I don't know where the next win's coming from. Yeah, well, obviously we've got Brighton at home the following week, so there's an opportunity here to to go back to back and really really yeah, get some confidence. Massive. I don't I, I don't want to be uh, speaking out of turn there and and sounded too confident that that we could get two wins in a row, but you you do look at that and go, it's it's kind of now or now or <laughs> I don't want to say now or never, but no. it, but it, it does feel a bit like that. Well, it's Man City and Liverpool the two after, so I wouldn't fancy, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't fancy us to be going back to back there. <laughs> no. So I think that that takes us to the end of October. I think these next two games will probably define what kind of season we we have. It's kind of we've played well in games, and I'm I'm pleased that we've played well. But you have to start getting points on the board. It's no good playing well and, and not getting results. So as I say on on Saturday, if we can win ugly, I think I think that would be positive. And in a way, it's something I'd like to see us just grind out a 1-0 or, or something just to prove that, that we can do it and I think it would give the team a lot of confidence. Do you think there's any way that, that Taylor starts over target? Yeah, I mean, it depends on fitness, doesn't it? I suppose the next few days of training will dictate what Dean Smith does, but target just gave us a completely different dimension on, on, on Saturday. He, when he went off, that was, that was when, we lo- when we lost it, to be fair, and he was very, very good. And again, I liked that link-up on the left-hand side with him, Grealish and Horahan, and I liked the link-up on the right-hand side as well between the three of them that I spoke about in, in the podcast. So it's about now. You, st- you start to get your best team together. You start to get your little combinations going. Yeah. You, you start to lose the excuse of, oh, well, but, well, people are settling in. We had a whole new team in the summer. They've been around <coughs> each other since July now. Mm. So we've got to start putting points on, on the board and and the time for excuses is, is probably gone after this game. I agree. I totally, I totally agree. I think um, fans have been patient and they'll continue to be that way. But well, they won't. Our... They won't know at some point if we, do, if we don't pick up a win in our next couple of games, people will turn because it's 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 seven eight it's seven games at the moment and the patience yeah. is still there. But it, the longer it goes on, a couple more games, and I think there'd be an, there'd be I know the Villa fans. There'd be a section of the Villa fans that, that would turn. Yeah, we, I mean, and, and we've said it on the podcast so far, the last, and I think you mentioned it earlier, the last four games, we should have got more from. Yeah. And, and there's only so long that you can do that 
before like you start running out of games to to make the, to, to make the points up. So um, yeah, it has to happen in the next couple because our fixtures get a little bit tricky. Um, so we need some we need some confidence. What do you um, what do you think of the score prediction then? I've been pretty. I don't think I've predicted us to lose a game yet. So purely on that basis, I'm going to predict us to lose two one. Just because I've been wrong every time so far, that's my <laughs> sole right. reason for doing it. Good optimism there. No, I, I think, think it's nothing to do with that. It's just it's it's like a superstition. You want to break the curse? Yeah, just I'll predict the loss. We'll see what happens. Okay, I'm gonna go for a uh, I'm gonna go for a two nil win. I think um, I think Engels and Mings will suit defending against Pookie a little bit. You know, I, I, he's he's been great, but I, I think we've been beaten by by big crosses and. Um, I, I, I don't really feel like Norwich are going to play like that. I think we're going to be a little bit more solid at the back. And, and with Hurahan, Grealish and McGinn, I feel quite confident. So I'm, I'm going ballsy, I'm going big and a 2-0 win. Well, to be fair, a lot of our guys we've given away have come from individual errors. So if, yeah. we, if we cut them out, we give ourselves a chance because in most games we've made a mistake that's cost us goals. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Who, who's, uh, who's the first goal scorer for you then? I'm just going to say Puka. Yeah, <laughs> safe bet. Yeah, uh, I will have. I'm going to have Jack Grealish. I think it's been it's been too long, and he needs to like like we said, he needs to have a, a step up game, and this is going to be the one. He's going to lead by example, get the first goal, leads to a win. I like a lot of what I'm seeing from us. It just hasn't quite come to, come together yet, and probably the performances haven't. Sorry, the results haven't reflected the performances to to, to an extent. So I think that. I think that's true to to an extent. Like the first sixty five, seventy minutes of games. Yeah, you've got to be a ninety minute team. We absolutely have to be. That's that's what's let us down so far. We need to rectify that quickly. Thanks ever so much for watching this match preview. If you have enjoyed it, then make sure you're giving it a like and let us know your predictions in the comments section below. If you're not already subscribed to the Villa View with your post notifications on, then if you could do that, that would be absolutely fantastic and really would help the channel grow. We appreciate all the support we get. Fingers crossed for three points on Saturday up the Villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.